You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. It's Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings with you as always. Mark, my man, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. Middle of February. Uh, we're through football season now and uh, we're gearing up for uh, the off season. So a lot to talk about. There's a lot of coach movement, of course. we got to look ahead to uh, next year's Super Bowl, who might have the chance to, to come away with it. Maybe we'll get off some hot takes at, uh, about that that we'll check in on in a year, but I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I know we got kind of a, a little bit of a lull because obviously the next biggest date is the 49ers are concerned is February 22nd as we're yeah. recording this um, just about a week away. And so obviously everything is contingent upon that moving forward. But we are going to talk a little bit about the quarterback room, assuming health for Brock Purdy, where he fits in the NFC, as well as, I don't know, maybe some snubs from the end of the season as far as award season is concerned. Uh, but first, as you mentioned, Mark, let's get into the Super Bowl and what the aftermath lays out for San Francisco, which is essentially, are they closer or further from the Super Bowl next season? And this was something that I, I can see going either way, honestly. I do believe that on face value, they are closer after seeing, number one, uh, perhaps, I, I don't know, vindication, whatever you want to say for Philadelphia, feeling closer perhaps than maybe some people uh, felt after the NFC championship game from that sense. And then looking ahead, obviously the Super Bowl odds are in favor of San Francisco with them being currently the second best favorite, according to Caesars Sportsbook right now, I believe somewhere around plus 500. The Chiefs are number one. The Bills will be right behind San Francisco at number three. So at face value, yes, I guess they are technically closer from the Super Bowl, but I want to hear what you have to say before I dig in. Uh, I think they are a little closer. Um, it's you look at the odds and, and, you know, as you laid out, the odds do suggest that's what Vegas thinks that the Vegas thinks the public thinks. Um, I think what we saw from them last year, Evan, this most recent season is more sustainable than what they did the year prior. Uh, you could kind of write off that 2022 postseason. Uh, you know, on the backs of Jimmy Garoppolo, where they beat the Cowboys, where they beat the Packers only to lose on a, in a heartbreaking fashion to the Rams in the NFC championship game. I mean, they were a play away from not even making the playoffs in that game. And they just didn't feel all that impressive throughout much of the season. They strung together wins at the end of the year. But last year seemed 
more sustainable. And and especially after the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey, it felt like they put a a more representative effort of who they are on the field week in and week out. Now, the big thing, of course, will always be the quarterback position. And maybe you could make the argument. In fact, you probably could. There there were more questions. Uh, there are more questions, perhaps, around the starting quarterback this offseason simply because of injuries. But if it wasn't because of injuries, you would feel more confident in the quarterback position this offseason than you did last. So, um, I mean, remember last offseason, no one even knew that Jimmy Garoppolo was still going to be a 49er. And everyone was content handing the keys to Trey Lance. Uh, and, and that's not even close to the situation that we're having this offseason. So I think for those reasons, yes, the Niners are closer. And then you also have to consider, well, what is their competition like in the NFC? Specifically in the NFC West, we've talked about it a lot this season. It is a depressed division right now. The Niners and the Seahawks should probably finish one and two in some order uh, for, a, for a few years coming. Maybe the Rams have a resurgence next year. They're going to get most of their players back and their head coach, Sean McVay, back, it seems. But it's a rel- relatively depressed division, Evan. And looking across the entire NFC, similar to this season, there aren't that many other contenders. So I, I would argue I think the Niners have a better chance to win the Super Bowl this coming season than they did this year. Now, that is assuming the health of Brock Purdy. He has a good offseason health-wise, gets his elbow all ready to go, and he's ready for week one. But if we're assuming that, which I know is a relatively big assumption, but if we are assuming that, I I do think the Niners are in a better spot this year than last. I do agree with you that the plus 600 Super Bowl odds for heading into next season for the 49ers, second best of any team, is because of their path. It is because of the conference that they play in. And we're going to dig into some of the quarterbacks that still will remain in their conference in a bit. But here's why I might say heading into next season as opposed to last season, the one area I can see them being further is what did we learn from this Super Bowl outside of, of course, that Patrick Mahomes is on his way to being the GOAT. It is once you have a quarterback that you believe in, no matter how good they are, you need to protect them. And what did the Kansas City Chiefs do from two years ago in their Super Bowl loss to now? They beefed up their offensive line and they got their star quarterback protection. Right now, the 49ers have a lot of questions up front, specifically at the right tackle spot with Mike McGlinchey being a free agent, as well as I know Trent Williams is coming back. He didn't retire, so he will be back next season. But the rest of the offensive line, from what we saw against Philadelphia, even from what we saw against Dallas in the playoffs, to me, Mark, screams, I need help. And if you do believe in Brock Purdy or Trey Lance, whoever is going to be the start of this season, you need to make sure that they are protected so you don't end up in a situation like you did last year where you're on your fourth string quarterback in a potential go-home go game. So even though I do understand why the NFC lays out a path for the 49ers to make a better run at the Super Bowl next year, perhaps than what we thought coming into last season, I also feel like they are further from, I guess, the equation to win the big game itself which is once you have that signal caller under center that you believe in you need to make sure at all costs that that person is protected and is your most valuable asset i can't say that right now for san francisco another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, you're right. Offensive line is going to be a big question. I mean, Mike McGlinchey kind of has a weird relationship with the 49ers, with 49ers fans. That is, uh, he's generally really good against the run and, and not as good against the pass. Uh, he's going to go on the open market for a, a pretty big number. Uh, I think a number big enough that Niner fans might not be willing to meet, but then that means, okay, well, who is going to be your right tackle? And that's going to be a huge question for the 49ers who do have some holes to fill elsewhere and who already have a pretty bloated contract. I know we've talked a lot throughout the season about you can you can make the cap work, you can make it dance for you, you can defer payments, you can push things further down the road, you can fit in some more this coming season, you can do all of that. But still, they are going to have to pick and choose what spots they want to fill in and if they want to let Mike McGlinchey walk and if they want to get help in the defensive secondary. Are they going to bring Jimmy Ward back? Are they going to get another corner? Or are they going to perhaps re-sign Emmanuel Mosley to a a lesser number because of his injury that he's rehabbing? Are they going to try to give Nick Bosa some more help on the defensive line? Or as you laid out, are they going to try to beef up their offensive line? I'm sure they want to do everything, but it's just a simple fact. One, those are all premier positions. Other teams are trying to do those same things. And two, you're just not going to be able to afford upgrades everywhere. So where do the Niners choose uh, that they want to get better. And, and that's obviously a, a big part of this. Um, talking about the NFC in general, Evan, I, I I know this might sound like sour grapes. This might sound like, uh, you know, an, an upset 49er fan still pissed off about what happened in the NFC championship game. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles were fantastic in the Super Bowl. 35 points is the most points uh, that a team has scored in the Super Bowl while losing. They were incredible. They had a fantastic season. They're falling off next year. I'm telling you. They are not going to be nearly as good in the coming season. You look at who they have that are free agents, that are not currently under contract. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Robert Quinn. On their offensive line, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samalo, uh, Andre Dillard as well. Uh, Linval Joseph, Boston Scott, a running back. James Bradbury, a cornerback. He was the one that was that was holding at the very end of Juju Smith-Schuster. They have so many high-quality players that are free agents. Now, some of them will come back to Philadelphia. That is a given. I think Miles Sanders is also a free agent. You're right. Miles Sanders, their starting running back. Boston Scott behind him. They're they're both free agents. Some of their other guys, uh, Ndamukong Sue, Linval Joseph, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, there's a number of these guys that are free agents. This was Philadelphia's year to try to capitalize. They just barely missed. They're going to have to have a phenomenal offseason if they want to be as good as they were this year. You could expect some natural progression from Jalen Hurts from some of their other youngsters, Evan. But then you also consider the fact that they lost both of their coordinators. They became the first team in nearly three decades to lose both coordinators to head coaching positions after a Super Bowl trip. Of course, Shane Steichen taking the Colts job and Jonathan Gannon 
taking the Cardinals job. By the way, I think Gannon in Arizona will be a disastrous failure. We can talk more about that throughout the offseason. But I, I don't think Philadelphia is going to be nearly as good this coming year as they were this year. What does that mean for the 49ers, Evan? Despite the fact that if they are maybe flawed in some areas, they have a better chance at securing the number one seed in the NFC this coming season. And who knows, that could be the, the difference in making a Super Bowl or not. I'm not, I'm not coming out here and predicting that. I'm just saying I, I do think the competition level in the NFC is going to be down even from a relatively down year this past season. I don't think Philly will be nearly as scary in the 2023-2024 season. Maybe the Niners aren't quite as good either, at, at least during that stretch when McCaffrey was the starting running back. But I, I do think they have a relatively easier path to the Super Bowl. However, their regular season schedule is probably a little bit more difficult. So maybe I'm really just splitting hairs here. But I, I do think there is a path for the 49ers. That does not include having to beat out an elite, elite, elite team in the NFC. I'm just not quite sure I see it this year, this this coming year. Well, and that's why San Francisco would be six to one odds and the Eagles would be eight to one odds at this point. And I think the third toughest NFC team, according to Caesar Sportsbook, is the Cowboys at 16 to one. Like, and who were the best three teams this year? Those three teams. I hate that you make me have to put the cape on for Philadelphia, uh, Mark, <laughs> because I was. Look, I, I thought they win the Super Bowl. I was wrong. Um, I also thought that whoever came out of the NFC would win the Super Bowl. I also believe that would have been wrong. I don't see an avenue in which the 49ers would have beat Kansas City in that Super Bowl. But you could also kind of say the same thing about the 49ers. And what was a big reason that the 49ers were able to get to where they were and kind of undergo and sustain some of the injuries that they did? It's because they had a lot of depth. And they're losing a lot of that depth, Mark. And that's unfortunately what happens to pretty much every Super Bowl contending team. That is also the reason why we do not see teams go back to back. And that, to me, is the biggest indicator of why Philadelphia would not end up in the Super Bowl next year is because we just typically do not see teams, even ones that do not win it, that are runner-ups, go back to the bowl. We don't see it. So... And that's what the Chiefs, what makes the Chiefs so so incredible. It's what makes the Patriots dynasty so ridiculous is because they find ways to retool. And I also would say that what's the biggest reason that the, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl? Like, what, what's the biggest reason that they, they hung 35 points or that, that they were within a field goal of Kansas City of winning the Super Bowl? Well, it's Jalen Hurts and he's back. So And he's going to get paid. So that that would be my biggest uh, reason to feel confident in Philadelphia. And the biggest thing that, again, right now, as far as what we learned from the Super Bowl is, yes, you can have a, a, a great quote-unquote defense. You can be near number one the entire season. You could also be the Kansas City Chiefs, who were, I think, 11th, 12th in total defense, 16th in points per game. Like, they weren't exactly, you know, huge stoppers. Um but once you face a quality quarterback, and this is something that I, I had missed throughout the entire regular season, is the fact that when Philadelphia faced a good or, or even comparable above average quarterback, they struggled. I mean, Dallas hung 40-plus points on them. I know Jacksonville had success with Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, Kansas City did, too. Like, the the issue to me is is becoming clear, not necessarily, okay, how can you beat an all-time quarterback? Because 
history points to you can't being able to do it. But how can you keep them in check? I think looking to the AFC, and of course they have more familiarity with Mahomes, but those teams are, in my opinion, better equipped to handle, um, I mean, all, honestly, all the star power at the quarterback position. So, you know, San Francisco is definitely going to have to um, retool and get better. But I, I'm with you that it looks bright because of their path in front of them. And Philadelphia is not going to be, in my opinion, as dominant as they were last year. But I also don't think they're going to be taking as big of a step back as I guess those free agent losses might lead you to uh, lead you to believe. Yeah, I mean, obviously having Jalen Hurts back, maybe aside from Lamar Jackson, and we haven't seen him play in a while, the most, uh, I don't know, uh, dual threat quarterback in in the NFL the one who who makes you fear his legs as much as as you fear his arm so that's going to be a big part of of their season and, and their process uh regardless of of who they lose in free agency so that's obviously going to be a huge part of that I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs I don't think they're going to be the last undefeated team left and who knows they, they might not even win the NFC East uh we we all understand the Cowboys uh but they're not a bad football team and they won't be a bad football team this coming year. So we'll see how it all works out. But I, I'm with you. The The biggest thing working in the 49ers favor, Evan, at least until we figure out Brock Purdy's health, at least until we figure out what they do in free agency, who they retain, do they address this? Do they address that? The biggest thing working in the 49ers favor is the rest of the NFC. Maybe that changes. Maybe it's more about the 49ers once we figure out what this offseason is like. But at this moment, the, I think the reason why you can be confident is because the Niners are probably, on paper, the, the best team in the NFC as it currently stands.